0: to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast, where you can listen to everything related to the game of golf. Golf tips to
1: help you improve your golf game, entertaining interviews, discussions about the latest in golf equipment, and so much more. Now, here is your host, PGA Professional, Steve Goforth. Hello and welcome to another episode of Go Forth and Golf Podcast. I am your host, Steve Goforth, PGA Professional at Willow Creek Golf Club and owner of Go Forth Golf Instruction. Got a fantastic episode for you today. I'm gonna talk about how visualization can help your game. Seeing the shot before you hit the shot, seeing the target in your mind before you hit the golf shot can really help you pull off that golf shot much more successfully. So I'm gonna give you some tips and dive a little bit deeper into what visualization is and how it can indeed help you improve your golf game. You don't wanna miss that. And I have a very entertaining interview that I did with general manager of Stretch Lab, Luke McClellan. Luke talks about how Stretch Lab can really help you not only improve your game, but improve the quality of your life. As I've said in the very beginning of this podcast, one of the purposes of the podcast is to grow the game, of course, but to make the game more enjoyable for you and give you longevity in the game. To do this, we can't forget about the importance of taking care of our body, taking care of ourselves, so that you can play the game for many years to come. If you don't take care of your body, whether it's eating right, whether it's stretching, whether it's going to Pure Old Main, who's one of the podcast sponsors, and learning how to put the right supplements in your body, for example, and just live a healthier lifestyle. If we don't do that, then how can we play the game for many years to come? So those things are really important. So not only do I want to educate you on the game of golf and how to improve your golf game, how to improve your golf swing, but also how to live better, how to feel better in playing the game because it makes a huge difference. That's something these guys on tour really focus on a lot It's working out, nutrition, stretching, chiropractic care, whatever the case may be, they're always trying to make sure they keep their body fine-tuned so that their golf game can continue to flourish and continue to be successful. So don't miss this interview with Luke. You'll really get a lot out of it. And hopefully you'll go see them at Stretch Lab because I can honestly tell you, it's making a big difference for me so far. And I'm really excited about bringing them to you and seeing if it can improve you dramatically. So let's not waste any more time. Let's jump right into episode number 23. Let's tee it up.
0: Oh, he got all of that one.
1: Visualization plays a gigantic role in anything you're trying to do in life, whether it's a short-term goal or a long-term goal. Maybe you have a chore that you want to do around your house or a small project. Before you do that project, you kind of see it before you do it. You see the end result. You see what you want to have happen or how you want something to look before you do it. And then you kind of go out and you strategize. You buy the things you need to buy to make that happen. It also applies to any other sport that you may have possibly played, whether it's baseball. If you're going to step into the batter's box, you kind of see yourself hitting that home run or hitting that base hit. If you're a pitcher, you see yourself throwing the strike. A quarterback in football, he sees that throw before he makes it, or he sees himself leading his team down the field for that game-winning touchdown. Soccer, see yourself kicking the ball in the goal before you do it. So, it's so important that you implement visualization in anything you're doing, all aspects of your life, whether it's your daily life, whether it is sports. Of course, in this case, we're going to talk about how do we implement it when it comes to golf. Always remember that the clearer the image is in your mind, the more passionate you're going to be about making that happen. You're going to be a lot more persistent and maybe even a lot more patient because you see what you want and you kind of stick to that goal, you kind of stick to that process in order to make it happen. Tiger Woods uses visualization all the time when it comes to his golf game. He used to say he could still see the target when he was looking at the golf ball. He's kind of using that mental eye, that third eye, still looking at the target. Jack Nicklaus used to play a movie in his head before every shot. He saw the shot he wanted to hit. He saw it taken off from the ground, landing. He saw the shot shape of it. So if the best players to ever play the game, implement visualization, I believe you could as well, right? Some of the current players that are out there right now, the best in the world, they visualize that shot they want to hit in practice, and they do it on the golf course during competition. They also kind of see their performance in their mind before they even go to the golf course. They see that end result. Maybe they even see themselves having an interview after the tournament with the CBS broadcaster talking about how great of a round that they had. Anything that can really spark that to happen is critical. So now I want to talk about how visualization can help your golf game. Then I'm also going to talk to you about how can you implement that? There are different ways you can implement visualization while you're out there on the golf course. So I'm going to dive deeper into that and start you on your journey to implementing visualization and becoming a better golfer. So visualization is going to help your golf game in so many different ways. First and foremost, it's going to help you improve your focus and your concentration because if you're thinking about something, whether it be the outcome of a shot or outcome of a round, you're really focused in on your moment. You're really going to concentrate hard on making that happen. So number one, visualization is really going to help your focus. It's going to help your concentration. Number two, it can really control your nerves before or during the round. And just help you to be more relaxed. Because if you're thinking about things that are not so positive, whether it's a shot you hit prior to the one you're in front of right in that moment, or maybe it was something you did two holes ago, or maybe it was something that you did the last time you went out and played that just was not very good. It can maybe even be the nervousness you're feeling because you're in front of your golfing buddies and you don't want to mess up. Or maybe you're playing with people that you don't know and you don't want to embarrass yourself. Whatever the case is, if you're visualizing on what you want to do, if you're thinking about the shot in front of you, if you're seeing that shot, or maybe you're thinking about something that makes you happy, it can really help with those nerves while you're out there on the golf course. Third thing that it's going to help you with is it's going to really stimulate your muscles that you need to have active to perform whatever shot you're trying to hit. For example, if you're getting ready to hit your drive on the first hole, you see that shot going down your fairway. Maybe it has a nice draw on it. Maybe it has a little baby fade, whatever you like to play. When your brain can see something, it kind of tells the muscles what you need to do, or the muscles are going to try to really do everything it possibly can to replicate whatever the mind is seeing. So if you're seeing that little draw down the fairway, your brain is going to tell your hands and arms to rotate that club face just a little bit sooner. So that club face is closed. So it draws out there down the middle of the fairway. And I know in saying this, I'm making it sound so simple to hit a draw or a fade or whatever shot you want to hit. Clearly, you have to have the swing mechanics in order to make that happen, or you need to understand the swing mechanics that make that happen. And that's where I kind of come into play when you come and get golf lessons from me. I'm going to teach you how to hit these shots and what your body has to do in order to pull these shots off. So yes, of course, you have to know how to hit the shot, but you may know how to hit that shot all day long. You may have all the skills required to hit the shot you want to hit. But if you can't see it happening, it's going to be really difficult for you to make it happen. The fourth thing that's going to do for you is it's going to program the mind and the muscles to work together to achieve that desired outcome. And it's just really going to help you tremendously with your confidence. It kind of goes back to the third thing I said that it's going to stimulate the muscles that are required to, to make that shot happen. But it's also going to program your mind and your muscles to work together to make that happen consistently. Because if you see that over and over and over again, then the body can kind of make that happen a lot more. And then you're going to see the desired outcome that you want. And guess what? That's going to increase your confidence, right? You're going to step up over that next shot and be like, you know what? I can do this. I did this last time. I wanted to hit this shot because I saw it and I did it. So confidence, as you know, is huge in this game and really anything you're doing in life. So again, visualization can drastically help that. And finally, visualization is just going to move your your mind away from those negative things that we a lot of times think about and those outcomes. How many times have you been out there on the golf course and you just you had a shot in your mind and you couldn't help but think back to the last time you played that hole and what score you made on it? Or the last time you had a side heel lie with the ball above your feet, you hit it terrible and that's all you can think about you're scared to death that you're going to hit that shot again when you're visualizing the shot you want to hit you take your mind away from all those negative things all that negative energy that kind of consumes us out there based on a prior experience that we had and it also kind of goes towards watching your playing partners maybe they have the same shot you are going to have because you hit your shots in a similar area You watch them play first, they hit a bad shot, and then that's stuck in your head. You're like, oh man, he hit that like that? I hope I don't do that. So it doesn't just apply to what you're seeing in your own mind. Maybe it can go towards something you just saw within the group that you're playing in. Now, I'm not telling you just close your eyes or turn your head away when your playing partner hits their golf shot. No, we can learn a lot from that. So you always want to watch the shot that's in front of you and congratulate them if they hit it great. So those are the five things that I really wanted to share with you and how it's going to help your golf game. Now I'm going to go into what you can do, how you can implement the visualization when you're on the practice range or when you're out there on the golf course. Okay, so you're listening to this and you're saying, all right, Steve, I get it. I see what you're saying. I understand how visualization is important and how it's going to help my golf game, but how do I implement it? When do I implement it on the golf course? Well, there are several different ways you can do that. First way I'm going to talk about is standing behind the golf ball. So if you're starting out your golf shot, most of you should be doing this. If you have taken lessons from me, you know that I really try to encourage you to always start your golf shot behind the ball, looking down your target line, because number one, you got to figure out what's your target. And then number two, how do you align yourself to it? it? Goes back to picking that spot in front of your ball to help you with your alignment. And when you're doing that, that's a great point in time to visualize the shot you want to hit. Literally see that golf ball taking off from the ground, going into the air, seeing the shape of the shot you were wanting to hit, seeing it land, maybe even see it going in the hole. There are some great tour players that physically close their eyes before they hit the golf shot because they want to really block everything out around them. I mean, clearly they have way more distractions out there than we do with the fans and the cameras and things like that. So some great players will close their eyes when they're standing behind the ball just so they can see that shot a little bit better. And then once you see that shot, maybe take a couple of deep breaths, really get in the moment and relax your body, and then step up over the golf ball. But I really need to emphasize the fact that you can't do visualization halfway. You really got to go all in with it. You have to really commit to whatever your process is going to be out there. So make sure that if you're going to implement visualization by starting behind the golf ball, you just really want to have a routine that you stick to on that. Another great way of looking at this, and I referenced Harvey Panic in my last podcast, is I, I love Harvey Panic. He's, he's written some great books, obviously an absolute legend when it comes to golf instruction. But I'll never forget something I read in his book, and I used it as a kid. And he mentioned, see yourself standing at your target, and whether it's the flag or whether it's the fairway looking back at yourself, hitting the golf ball and see the ball take off and then land in front of you and kind of roll up to your feet. And when I first implemented that on the golf course, it worked. I was absolutely shocked. I was like, oh my gosh, this stuff works. Because I was in this particular situation, I was standing in the middle of the fairway, hitting a shot into the green. I pictured myself standing beside the flag with my hand on the flag, almost like I was tending it looking back at myself hitting the shot, I hit it into the air and it landed in front of me, rolled up my feet and I was like, well, I'm sold. And I had to practice that. Obviously I wasn't very consistent with it. And sometimes I'd remember it and sometimes I wouldn't. So that's why it's really important just to make sure you're consistent with the process that you choose. Another way is using visualization as soon as you get into your setup position. I do this one a lot. So when you're setting up over the golf ball, get in your stance, set the club face behind the ball, look at the target as many times as you need to, obviously without holding up pace of play, and really get a good mental image of that target in your mind. And so I may take two or three looks at the target. I may waggle a little bit in order to relax my body. And then when I divert my eyes back to the golf ball, the last image in my head is the target that I'm trying to hit. And then I pull the club away and go forward with my swing. You can also visualize the shot you're trying to hit while you're in that setup position. Just make sure that with this technique, you're aligning that club face first, and you're gonna get your feet, hips, and shoulders parallel to your target line. And then you wanna implement the visualization. You never want to jump straight into visualization and forget about the important things, which are fundamentals, and in this case, the setup position. One of the advantages to doing this particular way is that it usually goes a little bit quicker, and if you're worried about slowing up your playing partners or you're worried about the pace of play, you can kind of jump into the visualization faster and then not worry about that. Now, I'm not saying that the first way I mentioned, standing behind the ball just takes all day long. No, I mean, you can be doing this while your other playing partners are hitting their golf shots. Maybe you're first up to hit. You can implement this process in a matter of you know 10 to 20 seconds. And that's why I say you just have to come up with your routine and come up with your way of doing it that's effective and efficient for yourself. The other way you can implement visualization is between golf shots. Between golf shots is when a lot of the anxiety kicks in, the anger, the frustration, the nervousness, whatever the case may be. We hit a bad shot. We're anxious to get to the next one. We're mad at ourselves because we hit that shot. So try to implement some positive thoughts between shots, whether it be, hey, I'm going to visualize the shot I'm wanting to hit. Or I may think about something that makes me happy, whether it's a certain place or certain people, whatever it may be. Maybe it's talking to your friend, or if you're in competition, talking to your caddy, that can help you a lot as well. I can remember bringing a good friend along as my caddy during one of my competitions, and I needed that. I needed to have that person there because he took my mind off of the anxiety I may have been feeling or the nervousness I may have been feeling. So we kind of just had random conversations. We laughed and we talked in between shots. And then when it come time to hitting my shot, I was able to really focus on it and get into the moment because I was relaxed. Stress and anxiety, as you know, can really overtake your mind and your body out there on the golf course. And those things have plenty of time to hit us when we're in between shots, whether we're walking or riding to our next one. So Again, in between shots, figure out what you want to think about, whether it's strategizing your next one, visualizing your next one, whether it's thinking about a time or a place in your life that makes you happy or people, whatever it is, implementing this between shots is extremely important to help maintain happiness, relaxation, and relieving those nerves and anxiety that we feel out there on the golf course. It's really important to understand that your subconscious doesn't really know the difference between what you're thinking about and then what you're actually trying to implement or a real action. It just sees it in your mind, right? And it's just going to do everything it can to make it happen for you. So that's why it's so important to understand that mental imagery and visualization can be extremely effective for you with your golf game Because you're kind of tricking your subconscious to think that this is really going to happen. And if it thinks it's really going to happen, more than likely, it can. Golf is so different from all other sports out there. You think about basketball for a second. When you're getting ready to shoot a basketball, you kind of have all that information in front of your face when you're looking at the target in order to shoot the ball. You kind of have that information in front of you where the target is in relation to yourself. And the same is pretty much with all other sports where you're trying to throw a football to a receiver. If you're trying to kick a soccer ball into a goal... If you're trying to throw a ball into a catcher's mitt, or maybe you're trying to throw a dart to a dart board, you're seeing everything in front of you. In golf, we have to look at the golf ball. We can't look at the target. And so we're kind of blinded to that. And then guess what happens? We start trying to hit a golf ball as opposed to making a golf swing because our mind sees a golf ball in front of us. It says, okay, I see that object there. All right, hit it. Instead of making a golf swing and let the golf ball get in the way of that. And when you're implementing this visualization that I'm talking to you about, then you're kind of focusing your mind on the end process. You're focusing your mind on the golf swing and not towards hitting. And that's the last thing you want to think about is trying to hit the golf ball. One last point I want to make here, think about the shot tracer in on the PGA tour. When you watch that, you see the ball kind of take off and it takes a certain flight and those things are dead accurate. Now kind of see that in your mind, see your own pro tracer out there. When you hit your golf shot, Because it's extremely effective. I love the shot tracer out there on the PGA Tour because it just gives you that wonderful visual of the shot that they just hit. Create your own visual. Create your own shot tracer in your mind before you hit the golf shot. So those are the things I wanted to talk to you about. You know, how to implement it. Start behind the golf ball. You can do it there when you set up over the golf ball, when you're in your setup position or in between golf shots. Implement all three if you want to and see how that does for you. But I cannot stress enough the importance of being patient with this process and being committed to the process and to have a very strict routine that you're going to go through. I hope this segment really helps you understand how important visualization can be, not only to your golf game, but how it can help you in life as well. Now, please understand, I'm not saying visualization is going to cure your slice. Certainly, you need to have proper swing instruction from myself to help you with this. However, I am going to say if you step up to the ball and you're always seeing the slice into the woods, it's likely that you're going to produce that shot. The body will do everything it can to produce what the mind sees. And that's why I wanted to really emphasize this to you today. The more positive thoughts we can have, the better image we can have of the shot in our mind, the better chance we're gonna have of being successful. You will give yourself a much greater chance of hitting the shot you desire and also maintaining your focus. Visualization is just gonna keep you in the moment. It's gonna keep you in the present. And we're all guilty of thinking back to a bad shot or several bad shots, or maybe looking forward to a hole that we don't really desire, or we're thinking too much about the ending score, whether it's because you have the best round going in your life and all you can think about is trying to obtain that goal, or maybe you're just scared of what you're going to shoot because you're having a really bad day that day. Please understand that visualization takes practice, it takes focus, it takes patience, and most important, it takes commitment. You can do this. You can implement this into your golf game and into your life. The more you research it, the more you focus on it, there are some great books out there that really help you with visualization, I encourage you to go out there and Google that and look and see what other theories or ideas are out there when it comes to this. But it does work and it is something that I'm very excited about and it's something I'm passionate about. And again, that's why I wanted to share it with you. Good luck to you as always. If I see you, please let me know how visualization is working for you. Maybe you can tell me something you're doing that I could share with others. I wish you all the best. Good luck with visualization and watch how it transforms your golf game. There's a force in the universe that makes things happen. And all you have to do is get in touch with it.
0: Stop thinking, let things happen and be the ball.
1: If you want to take control of your health and feel so much better, I encourage you to check out Pure On Main. They have two locations on Main Street in downtown Greenville across from the Hyatt and another location on Cannon Street in beautiful downtown Greer. Pure On Main provides you with essential services and products allowing you to live a healthier, more fulfilling life. Pure On Main is one of the most exclusive and unique health and wellness centers in the upstate. They've been nominated as one of Greenville's best wellness centers for five consecutive years. Do you want to improve your endurance, increase your mobility in your golf swing, or get rid of joint pains? I can assure you Betsy and her staff are passionate about helping you improve your life. They have stores filled with beneficial items for your body and your soul. They also provide services such as colon hydrotherapy, massage therapy, ionic foot detox, and wellness consulting. Pure All Main is dedicated to helping and serving their community. Please give them a call and let them recommend top-of-the-line products that are results-driven. I get all of my wellness supplements from them, and I feel amazing. Visit their website at pureonmain.com. Again, that's pureonmaine.com, where you can purchase their phenomenal products, or you can visit their downtown locations in Greenville and Greer. So what are you waiting for? Start living healthier and pure with the help of Pure On Main. You won't regret it. Before we jump into the next segment, I want to thank you very much for your support of this podcast. I ask that you please share this podcast with your golfing group, your friends, your family, anyone who shares your passion or your interest in golf, please tell them about this podcast. The more people I can reach, the more people I can help, the more we can grow this game. Remember, the whole purpose of this podcast is to inspire, is to educate, and is to entertain you. And I hope I'm doing all that through this podcast for you each and every episode. Also, share it on social media. You're welcome to tag me in that post. Anybody who shares my podcast and they tag me in it, you're going to automatically be put into a drawing for a free 30-minute golf lesson. So if you want a free lesson, go out there, just click the share button, tag me, real simple, put it out there to your friends, family on social media, and you have a chance of winning that free 30-minute golf lesson with me. Also, please visit my website at goforthgolfinstruction.com. Again, that's goforthgolfinstruction.com. You can also follow me on social media. It's at goforthgolfinstruction on Facebook. It's sgoforth_pga underscore pga on Instagram, and it's at goforthgolf on Twitter. And also, come see us at Willow Creek. Set up a tee time by calling us or going on our website and booking your tee time there. You can learn everything you need to know about Willow Creek Golf Club on our website. We'd love to see you. Thank you again for your support. Now let's head into the next segment. It's now time for the interview section of the show. And I'm really excited about my guest today, Luke McClellan. Luke is the general manager of Stretch Lab. And Stretch Lab is a very unique and fascinating facility here in the upstate of South Carolina and really all over the country where they bring you in and they specialize in stretching parts of your body. that's going to help you become more flexible and healthier. In this case, it's going to help you with your golf swing. And Luke's going to talk about how that's going to help you with your golf swing. Let's face it. Who really walks around town saying, I enjoy feeling bad. I enjoy being unhealthy. I enjoy being in pain. Absolutely no one. Stretching is a huge factor that will help prevent a lot of aches and pains. And it really reduces your chances of becoming injured. And that's what sidelines a lot of people in life is they have a injury that could have been prevented. And then that injury mounts up to another one and another one. And another, one. it's kind of a snowball effect. Stretching your body out has been proven to be a great way to prevent injury and to help you feel better. I personally went through a session. I left there feeling absolutely wonderful. I felt relaxed. I had less aches and pains when I left there. It was great. I, I, I'm definitely going back and I'm hooked on the, on the concept and that's why I wanted to share it with you because I really know it can help you as well. I encourage you to visit their website at stretchlab.com. Again, stretchlab.com. They're on Instagram. They're on Facebook. They're on Twitter. Twitter. Go out there and follow them. Learn more about this fantastic company, what they can do for you, how they can help you feel better, and again, how they can help you with your golf game. And That's what I'm going to talk about with Luke in this interview. So, Without further ado, let's bring in Luke from Stretch Lab. Luke, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I'm doing well, Steve. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for being on here. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to do it. But before we learn more about how stretching will help golfers improve their swing. Let's talk a little bit about the history of Stretch Lab. I'll be honest with you. I've, it seems to me like this is a new concept. I haven't seen anything like this. I haven't seen you guys in town, uh, I guess, in, since last year. Last year is when I first recognized it. When were you guys formed, and, and where did this very creative and unique idea come from to stretch out clients and help them not only become more flexible, but also become more, more healthy?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Stretch Lab itself was founded in 2015 in California, our studio here in Greenville. We've been here since fall of 2019. So coming up on our uh, two-year mark, it's a unique wellness concept and we offer one-on-one assisted stretches. Um, The way we kind of look at it and what our, our motto is, is that no two bodies are the same and no two stretches at Stretch Lab are the same either. Our goal is to identify tightness and imbalances in the body and customize a stretching routine for each and every person, so that it is unique and personalized. Um, the end result at the end of the day is we're trying to get people moving better, get them feeling better, and to provide them with the opportunity to be able to engage in physical activities more freely.
1: Well, if for those that are listening outside the Upstate South Carolina area, can they are they? would they be successful finding the stretch lab in their area? How many stretch labs are out there in the U.S. right now? You said you guys were founded in California.
0: Yeah, so we are currently the only stretch lab in the state of South Carolina. However, stretch lab does have over 100 locations throughout the U.S. Um, If you're looking to try to find a location near you, all you would need to do is just go on to our website, stretchlab.com, and there is a tab at the top that will allow you to find the closest stretch lab to your location.
1: Well, I've gone through a session, and it was absolutely phenomenal. I left there extremely relaxed. I felt so much better. Explain the process a golfer would go through when they come into a stretch lab for a session. Eric was my uh, stretching specialist, and he did a phenomenal job. He really helped explain what he was doing and how it was helping me, and I love that aspect of it. But what could a golfer expect when they come in there?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So when your first time in the studio – first thing that's going to happen is you'll get welcomed in by our front desk staff. They're all friendly, um, warm, inviting, and they will introduce you to your flexologist. They're going to ask you some generic questions, specifically, you know, what you're wanting to work on, what do you want to improve, what are your goals, as well as, you know, if you have any previous injuries, surgeries, or pre-existing conditions. So want to get a good idea of, you know, what you're wanting to do and, and what you're wanting to accomplish in your stretching routine. After that, they're going to take you through our MAPS assessment. And what that is, is it's three overhead squats in front of our MAPS machine. And essentially what that does is it analyzes your mobility, your muscle activation, your symmetry, and your posture. So this machine is actually going to highlight imbalances and provide a composite score across all those areas. It gives us a good idea, you know, if you favor one side or the other, or if you have, you know, some posture issues, you know, a lot of golfers have like a, a natural tilt or lean to one side or the other, depending on if they're a righty or a lefty. Um, And also we we use that information in the stretch. It gives us a good idea of, you know, how to formulate and customize that stretch for you and where we want to take that stretch. Um, After you get done with the mask machine, it's pretty much stretching from then on out. Uh, It's a full body stretch and at Stretch Lab, what we do is we use PNF dynamic and static stretching styles. PNF stands for proprioceptive neuromuscular facilitation. So you can see why we use an acronym for that. Um, Yeah. So basically and Steve, you experienced this when you came in um, with the PNF style stretching It's interactive. It's communicative. Your flexologist is going to ask you to, you know, contract a certain muscle, hold that contraction and then release it into a deeper stretch. Um, So it's very, uh, like I said, it's interactive. You're working with them just as much as they are with you. And, you know, studies have proven that that style stretching is optimal for increasing range of motion. And that's, that's kind of it. We take you through the 50 minute stretch and then our, our flexologist will provide a recommendation on, you know, what they think your body needs and and how we can help you moving forward after that. Do you
1: do uh, stretches less or more than 50 minutes or is 50 minutes pretty much the standard?
0: So we have two stretch times. We have a 50 minute stretch and we also have a 25 minute stretch. Um, biggest difference is for 50 minutes, that's going to be more geared towards full body. We'll be able to work some good upper body stretches as well as lower. And we also offer a 25-minute stretch if you're looking for something a little bit more specialized or specific. Um, example being, you know, you were just work, looking for a, uh, a lower body stretch or an upper body stretch.
1: You know, I didn't realize how important breathing was during stretching. And yeah, I absolutely. Was, I was laying there holding my breath and didn't even realize I was doing it. And Eric had of remind me, breathe. And I'm like, oh, yeah. But that's it's really important, isn't it? I mean, you need to make sure you're breathing properly in order for the stretches to be more effective.
0: Exactly. Just like uh, very similar to working out. You know, you, you want to time your breaths with the stretch. And uh, that kind of helps you get the most out of it. Absolutely.
1: What are the most common areas of damage that you've seen in the body where there is a lack of flexibility? Yeah,
0: so... With people that don't have a lot of flexibility, um, more often than not, that's going to leave you a little bit more susceptible to muscle strains and muscle tears. Um, It also puts uh, unnecessary stress on structures and muscle tissue. We kind of like to say everything in the body is connected. So an example of that would be tendinitis in the knee. Um, That can actually be related to calf tightness that is beginning to affect that surrounding area being, you know, the quad and the muscles around the knee. Um, so, you know, a lot of people, they get that knee tendinitis and it's actually a result of something else, you know, being tight in the calves or, or tightness somewhere else. Um, range of motion is also equally important. Um, Inflexible muscles or, you know, stiff joints are going to tire and fatigue more quickly. And what the, what's going to happen with that is it's going to have to force other opposing muscle groups to work harder than they should. That's going to lead to imbalances that can increase your risk of uh, muscular and joint injuries. So everything's connected. And if, if you're having, you know, tightness in one area, it can very easily start affecting others.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could I could very much see that happening. Maybe somebody's uh, tight in a certain area that's putting a lot of strain on the knee and end up having knee issues, maybe even a knee replacement. Is that pretty fair to say?
0: Yeah, absolutely. We uh, see people that have had hip replacements, knee replacements all the time. And um, more often than not, these are people that that never really took stretching or flexibility very seriously. Not that stretching is an end-all be-all, but it absolutely can help reduce your chance of having to have some of those operations and go under the knife.
1: Well, I think that's the thing I took away from the, my session more than anything else was the fact that it it reduces your chances of being injured. And I never really thought of it like that. And it makes total sense.
0: Yep. And it, I mean, in addition to that, it also is going to cut down on your recovery times. Um, I think we've all been out there, probably took a couple too many hacks at the driving range. And the next day we can barely move. Um, sure. So with the proper stretching routine, that's also going to keep you, you know, less sore in between either rounds of golf or sessions at the driving range as well.
1: Well, golf is not really received the credit it deserves as a physically demanding sport. What are uh, some important physical factors a golfer should be aware of if they wanted to produce a more consistent and more successful golf swing?
0: Yeah, you know, I really, I agree. Um, People don't realize how physical of a sport that golf is. When you think about it, a proper golf swing requires a athletic coordinated motion, and that needs to be repeated time and time again it requires elements of both strength and flexibility to perform well and to develop that consistent swing, um, to kind of get into the thick of it. You know, your hamstrings are, you know, what they do is they help maintain your posture. Your quadriceps help flex the knees. Um, you use your upper back muscles. Those are incorporated during the rotation of your back swing and they help, uh, maintain your, your spine angle throughout the swing, shoulder muscles, um, rotator cuffs, position the upper, the upper body and help generate that speed, um, help get the club head through the ball. And then also you, you think about your forearm muscles and wrist control, and that's going to help with your swing as well. So it's, it's a very coordinated effort between, you know, muscles from essentially your, your toes all the way up to the top of your head. And it requires all of them to be in sync as well. So it's good to, to get that stretching routine and um, try to get all of those things aligned.
1: Well, you know, I I do see a lot of golfers lose their posture position during the swing and their spine straightens, their their hips are kind of going towards the golf ball rather than turning towards the target and they just come up and out of the swing. And that's kind of resulting in that poorly struck ball. In some cases, they miss the ball. Um, What areas of the body should a golfer focus on when they're stretching to help them maintain their spine angle better and help them ensure better contact?
0: Yeah. So it kind of goes back to the the concept of, of everything being connected. Like I mentioned earlier, when you're talking about that spine angle, the biggest, the biggest factor is you want to be able to develop a strong foundation, a good base. Um, so as I mentioned, you know, you think about the hamstrings and the quadriceps, that's what supports you when you set up for your swing and helps, uh, help you helps you achieve that spine angle. Um, so a lot of people, you think, you know, coming out of your swing, pulling out of it, you know, becoming upright too soon is a back or a spinal issue. It's really not. It's a, it's a a lack of flexibility in the lower body, the legs, or it could be muscle fatigue as well. So the best way to try to combat that and allow you to maintain that, that neutral spine angle throughout the entire swing is actually to work on stretching and loosening up the lower body.
1: Makes total sense. I mean, and I went in there to my session and I was very transparent. I said, look, my, my hamstrings are like two by fours. I mean, there's hardly any flexibility there, unfortunately, but you know, obviously that affects my ability to drive my legs. And, uh, and I see that I can see the uh, benefits of stretching that more. Absolutely. Let's face it. Everybody wants to hit their driver further, right? I mean, that's, that's the ultimate goal for a lot of golfers. I want to bomb that driver out there as far as I possibly can. What area or areas of the body should a golfer consider stretching further if they
0: want to increase the, the distance with their driver? That's a great question. So, and I agree, you know, with all the, the Bryson and DeChambeau's and Brooks Kepka's of the world, that's, that's the number one thing people are looking to do, right? Hit the ball far. Right. Exactly. Um, so, as that pertains to stretching, you know, to get more distance off the tee, you should consider stretching your shoulders and your hips. The goal with the shoulders is to achieve a full unrestricted shoulder turn. And then you generate your power from your hips and and your lower body. Flexibility in both of those areas will naturally allow you to produce a greater club head speed, as well as, you know, kind of goes along with this, but you know, it gets you greater distance on your shots. So I mentioned hips and shoulders. While that's going to get you more power with the ball, it's good not to neglect all the other muscles because, you know, everyone knows that guy that can hit the ball, you know, really far, but he doesn't know where it's going to go. Right. So that's why we need to continue to also work on, you know, the stabilizing muscles, you know, the the back and the lower body, because not only do we want to hit the ball far, we want to produce a, a consistent shot that can be repeated time and time again.
1: When I'm teaching golfers, I tell them, "Hey, you know, the, the downswing starts from the ground and works its way up. So it's the feet, exactly. the the legs, the hips, then the the core, the shoulders. An example: If your lower body is not flexible, then you may start with your upper body on your downswing, casting the club outside to inside because right. there's no no range of mobility there.
0: Right? Yeah. If you can't if you can't get a, a at least a decent hip and shoulder turn. That's going to leave you open to, to coming over over the top, swinging over the plane. Um, that's where you get your slices and a lot of those swing errors as well.
1: Right. So if a golfer is running behind they just didn't have time to get to the, to the golf course in time to loosen up, what are some simple stretches a golfer can do if they're limited on time before their round? Maybe they're standing on the first tee and they're getting ready to go out. What are some simple things they could do or what would you really express that they do more than anything else?
0: Yeah, um, there's probably five stretches that I can give you, um, especially, like you said, if you're standing on that tee box, you're waiting for your buddy to tee off and you're wanting to get at least a little bit loosened up before you, before you hit yourself. Um, first one would be just a, a simple standing toe touch. So stand with your feet together, um, bend down with your arms extending towards your toes. You want to keep your legs straight or at a very slight bend. And that's going to help loosen up your lower back and hamstrings. So it's kind of just the classic uh, bend over and touch your toes stretch. That's great for your lower back and hamstrings. Another one that you can do is standing lateral trunk twist. So stand with your feet together about shoulder width apart. You can take the same spine angle that you would for your golf swing. So maybe you know lean forward at whatever degree you're comfortable with um, and what you, kind of what your golf swing looks like. You can grab your, your driver and put one hand on the grip, put the other hand towards the club head and just twist back and forth, left to right, um, slow motions. So that way you're, you're working on loosening up the hips and shoulders um, and getting warmed up a little bit that way as well. Another one is the, the classic arm across the body shoulder stretch. So you take one arm, um, put it across your chest and use the other arm to pull it closer to your body. And then obviously you would do that with both arms. That's going to loosen up your shoulders as well as the upper back. Also have a arm overhead stretch where you can take your arm, put it straight up above your head and then use your other hand and grab your elbow and pull it down slightly to where you get a good shoulder and tricep stretch. Um, Lastly, a standing lower back stretch where you stand feet apart, um, about shoulder width again. You can grab a club with both hands and extend your arms directly in front of you. And you're just going to bend over at the waist and you're going to feel a slight stretch in your lower back. And you want to go to where you get a, a neutral spine angle and then you just bring that back up slowly, stand back up and do a couple of repetitions with that. And that's going to be a great place to start, you know, get you a little bit more uh, warmed up and loose before you start uh, chasing the ball down the course.
1: Oh, those make total sense. And I encourage the listeners, put some earbuds in. Go back to the beauty of podcast, and go back and play this over and over and over again, and listen to what Luke just said to you. Just replay it and actually do those stretches as he's telling you. That'll make it. It'll make a lot more sense, and it maybe be a lot more effective. How about the whole put the leg up on the cart seat and stretch for the toes? Is that pretty effective? Is that kind of a waste of time?
0: Um, no, it's so that stretch is actually similar to the standing toe stretch. What you're what you're looking for with that is a good hamstring stretch. That's just an alternate way of doing it. Nothing wrong with that at all.
1: Yeah, I see a lot of guys do it, myself included. I feel like, you know, if I'm in a hurry, I can't touch my toes very well, going back to the two-by-fours for hamstrings, like I mentioned earlier. But I'll throw my leg up on the cart seat, and I kind of reach for my toes the best I can,
0: and that seems to be a little bit easier for me. And that's one of those things that something's better than nothing at the same time, too.
1: Exactly. So how would our listener be able to set up an appointment with you guys, and then what options do you provide for them?
0: Absolutely. So um, all you need to do to set up an appointment with us at Stretch Lab is to give us a call. Our phone number is 864-808-3125. We'd be happy to set up an appointment for you. Um, You can also visit StretchLabGreenville.com, our website, and you can book your session online if you would prefer to do it that way. Um, our, Our first time in, your first stretch is at a discounted rate of $49. That gives you the opportunity to come in and have the Stretch Lab experience. Also gives us a chance to customize that routine for you and uh, work with you moving forward. And one thing I wanted to, to offer to any, any Go Forth and Golf podcast listeners, if you do want to come in for that intro stretch and you end up signing a membership, I will give you your intro stretch absolutely free. So if you if you come in, you like it enough to get a membership, your intro stretch is on us. And we hope to see some of you guys soon.
1: That's awesome. Thank you so much for that. That's very generous of you. Take advantage of that, listener. If you're hearing this, I'm telling you right now, you need to go out there and experience this. It was something that I've never experienced before, and I was thoroughly impressed with it. And I'm definitely going back. There's no question about it. And I can definitely see the benefits of going back for repeated sessions. I mean, Eric, like I said, he did a great job with me. And I never in a million years would think that laying on my back my leg would be get completely vertical, almost like a 90-degree angle there. I never thought that would ever happen, and he did it. And he was talking about how if you keep coming for more sessions, I can get you touching your toes, and I believe that, because if you can do that with me in one session with getting my leg vertical with me laying on my back, there's no telling what else you could do.
0: Well, yeah. At the end of the day, it's uh, consistency is is the key to everything. Um, Absolutely. You know, you have some folks that that'll go hit golf balls once a month and then wonder why their game's not improving. It's kind of the same way with stretching to really get where you want to be and make those those really good improvements needs to be something that you're doing at least once a week and really putting some time and focus and attention on.
1: Sure. I mean, it's stuff you can do at home as well, right? You guys will educate educate them on on what they can do at home to
0: help further this along right absolutely yeah we we like to provide homework and we do have some golfer specific stretches that we can show you um some that we can actually do for you so yeah we we get a lot of golfers to come in they seem to love it of
1: course this interview has been centralized around golfers but i know there are listeners out there that aren't golfers that, that that listen to the podcast and thank you Please know that this is going to help you. You don't have to play the game of golf to understand the importance of stretching and how it can really reduce the ability to become injured, like we talked about earlier, and just improving your overall quality of life.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's neat. Everyone has a different goal. Some people are golfers. We have members that are young athletes. Um, we have others that are, are wanting to be able to get up and down off the floor better to play with their grandkids more. So everyone has a different goal and stretching is for everyone.
1: Luke, I cannot thank you enough for taking time out of your schedule to come on the podcast. I thank you so much. I encourage you to go to their website at stretchlab.com. Real easy to remember, stretchlab.com. Check out everything. That Luke talked about and more. You can also follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They're on all the major platforms. Go out there, follow them. That way, you'll get updates on anything they may be doing, other promotions they could be doing, or just some general information that can make you more knowledgeable and make you more educated about the importance of stretching. So definitely make sure you go out there and follow them on all those social media platforms. Luke, thank you so much, man. You've been great. This is phenomenal. What you got going on is wonderful, and you are bringing so much more happiness to people's lives with this concept and stretching them out and becoming healthier and living a better life. So congratulations on all the success you guys have experienced so far and hope you guys will be around for many years to come. I believe you will.
0: Well, thank you, Steve. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me on and we look forward to working with you again soon.
1: Congratulations on completing episode number 23. Thank you, as always, for taking the time to press that play button. No matter where you are, no matter what you are doing, you did so, and I really, really do appreciate it. Thank you to all those that came up to me since my last episode to tell me that you listen, because that means a lot to me and, and that you're getting something out of this podcast. So, again, thank you guys so very much for taking the time to come up to me and let me know that. Remember, you can always go back and listen again if you want to take notes on anything that you've heard in this episode. I encourage you to take out your tablet, take out your phone, take out a journal, something to write out notes, because when you do this, it's really gonna help you retain that information that you heard today. Hopefully you've gained a lot of info about visualization. You can start really practicing that on the driving range, start implementing that on the golf course, because I truly know it's gonna help you a lot. And also I hope that interview with Luke really educated you on the importance of stretching and how it can make you not only feel better, prevent injuries, but also help you with your golf game. So please take the time to look in the Stretch Lab, go visit them, go to their website, check out what they have to offer. Go take advantage of that great offer that he's offering you for listening to the podcast. You won't regret it, you'll really get a lot out of this and I know you'll feel a whole lot better after you visit Stretch Lab. Don't forget to tell people you know about the podcast and just help me grow the game of golf. Help me grow this golfing community that we've created. Help me grow my audience. Your help and your consideration is always greatly appreciated. If you feel like I deserve it, go out and give me a five-star rating on the Apple platform. And write me a good review. I would really appreciate that. Doing so will help me with this podcast and it's helped me become more noticeable. And I can help other people just like yourself with the game of golf. Don't forget that episode number 24 will be dropping on July the 21st. I'm gonna be doing some news and notes. And I'm also gonna teach you how to master windy conditions. When you're out there in the wind, wind's howling in your face, maybe a hard side wind coming in, whatever the case may be. Mastering windy conditions is very important, and a lot of golfers get out there when it's really windy and they just don't know how to hit that golf shot, and they don't know how to control it. So I'm going to talk to you about that, and I'm going to try my very best to put out a British Open preview and predictions. It's one of my favorite major tournaments outside of the Masters. I love it. I love the British Open. There's just something about getting up on Sunday morning and eating breakfast, and watching the final round of the British Open. Absolutely love it. So I'm gonna do my very best to get that preview and prediction show out there to you. If I don't, please forgive me, but I will recap the tournament in episode number 24 for sure. Until the next episode, I hope you hit your drives long and straight. I hope you hit more greens and regulation, and I hope you drain more putts. And most importantly, get out there and have a good time. Have fun, never lose sight of that. Don't forget to do something nice for someone today. And remember, together, Let's go forth to a better golf game. You've been listening to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to receive alerts on new episodes. For more information, please follow us on social media at Go Forth Golf Instruction or visit our website at goforthgolfinstruction.com. Remember, together,
0: let's go forth to a better golf game.